Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Horror Cafe, episode two. I'm Erica. Hi, folks. I'm Jackie. What's in your cup of coffee today, Mom? Well, you know me. I'm classic. Dark roast, half and half, little sweetener, and I'm good to go. So what's in your cup? I'm having a vanilla cappuccino. Aren't you just fancy? I love all that little foam. I know you do. Okay, now that we're caffeinated, let's get on with the show. Today we're talking about the Blair Witch Project, and it's also found footage February. I would imagine that you are very excited because this is probably your favorite subcategory within the horror genre. I'm right? super excited. Yeah. I love, love, love <laughs> found footage. I can't stress how much I love it. I know. I know. So what's the Blair Witch about, Mom? It's about three film students that travel to Maryland. And they decide that they want to film a documentary on a local legend, the Blair Witch. They vanished in the woods during the filming of this documentary. And all they leave behind is their footage. Is the footage. A.K.A. Found. Found footage. footage. So I remember when this movie came out. The internet was relatively new. And I looked up the website for this movie because the commercials were like so mysterious and it didn't give much away and when i finally found the website it looked like a legit missing persons like website and wanted po not wanted posters but missing yeah. persons posters yeah i, I think i kind of remember how it looked and and i think we were intrigued and we're like oh we gotta go see this and and yeah it was it looked pretty legit and it was I good think, marketing yeah i think that they were like trying to get people to believe that it was based on a true story like a docudrama but maybe better and of course i was this was released in 1999 so i was pretty young i believed it was real yeah. initially because it's it was so well done the the website yeah um all right so this wasn't the first found footage what do movie. you mean I thought this was the first ever found footage movie, but apparently not when I was looking this up. It's actually a movie called Cannibal Holocaust. And because of moral issues, situations, whatever you want to call it with that movie, I, as horror fans, it's the one movie I will skip. I don't even know if you can rent it because it's very controversial. Mm. Um, but that is technically, um, and I believe from 1980, that is the first found footage. Ah, I've but, never heard of it. But this one, in my opinion, at least from my point of view, this is what really sent it off. And then for sure, when Paranormal Activity came out, that's what really like opened the door for even more modern found footage movies. Hmm. Well, you know, I have kind of come to really enjoy found footage because of you. Plus, thank you. You're yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> so your obsession with them to me is amusing. It's like when you see a new one, you're like, I found a new one. There's a new one. You'll text me. You'll call me. We're on the ear. Yeah, we. I found one. Let's remember to watch it. It's, so it's, why? It's the anxiety. You are the person. You are the character. It's kind of like virtual reality, I guess. Yeah. Without obviously like a headset and real virtual reality but it gives me a different type of anxiety because it's a first person point of view instead of being usually you know the usual third person right. outside 
And it's just, it's fun. Even though they end up all being kind of the same. Right. I feel like it's it's always fun. It always usually gives me a good laugh, a good scare, yeah. as you've noticed. And we'll we'll talk about it throughout our our show. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, again, because of you, I have become more of a fan of the found footage and find myself also saying, oh, as I'm scrolling through streaming, uh, oh, this might be a good uh, one to watch. Let me set it aside or let me bookmark it or whatever, yep. because I know that you're going to like them. I love when we're we're searching for movies and you have saved all these <laughs> found footage <laughs> movies. They make my day and don't ever give me the option to choose a horror movie because if there is a found footage option, I'm going to choose win. it. Yes. And we have seen from, you know, like Blair Witch and Paranormal to low budget <laughs> shit on Amazon. <laughs> yes. But some of those are really good. Yeah. I don't care. To me, they're good. Some of them are good and, and beyond cheesy, but for some reason we seem to just gravitate towards them. But And I give you a lot of anxiety during it, don't I? Oh my god. More than other horror <laughs> movies, I think with the found footage, I yeah. give you... Because I'm stressed, I think I give it off to you. Yes, your stress <laughs> stresses me out because you're literally cowering at the corner of the couch <laughs> with a blanket covering half your face. Yep. And you're just like... Mom, mom, oh my god, oh my god, did you see it? It's, yeah. And that gets me really stressed out. But it adds to the fun of it, doesn't it? <laughs> it does, it does. And we do laugh, though. So. so now we're going to move on to some movie facts. Your favorite. My favorite. <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes score of 86. And get this, audience score, 56. I, I, I'm kind of not surprised. I could see how that movie would be touch and go for some people. Yeah, I, I guess so, because it was kind of touch and go for us, too. Yeah, this time we'll around, I it. think so, yeah. Yeah. All right, and then the next set of trivia I found on IMDb. So I thought these were pretty interesting. So in the scene with the tent that they're, you know, they're sleeping in the tent and you hear the children surrounding the tent oh, and wait. they get attacked. I, yeah, and I gotta put this in there because honestly, when I had seen it on other occasions, I really did not notice that. Like the kids? I, yeah. Me I, either. I, there was sound, but I didn't realize that it was kids. Me either. So. I actually put that as an observation later too, so yeah. that's interesting that mm. you noticed it. Yep. Um, anyway, so when the kids attack the tent... It's actually um, the director and the actors did not know it was coming. So it was genuine shock and oh. surprise. So that's pretty cool. Oh, that is cool. So he basically set them up. Yeah. They oh. got scared shitless, basically. <laughs> like for <laughs> I real. Like that. I so like it that. adds to more of that authentic, authenticity. You know. Yeah. So um, the next fact is the Blair Witch was supposed to be seen in the movie, apparently. So in the scene... When they run out of the tent and Heather's like, oh, my God, what the fuck is that? What the fuck is that? Mm -hmm. Supposedly, they were supposed to get a brief um, visual of the Blair Witch. And it was supposed to be, quote, a woman wearing a white gown in the distance, quote. Um, but they forgot to pan the camera that way and they didn't reshoot it. Wow. I, You know, I'm wondering, would that have made a difference? I kind of... I I'm iffy on this. I kind of like the mystery of not knowing who or what this Blair Witch is. But at the same time, your curiosity as a human being, I kind of wanted to know what she looked like. Yeah. I I kind of think I would have liked a quick pan just to get that little, oh, crap. 
Yeah, things. maybe a little visual. Yeah. Just a quick. Even if it was blurred. I, I think I that would have been like, oh my God. I don't know. But at, at the end, I still like the not having a visual of her. Hmm. Okay. Next little tidbit took eight days to film the movie. And it was them three who filmed it. The three characters, the three were actors filming? were actually filming on a 16 millimeter and the little camcorder wow. that you see. Yeah. So they filmed it. So this is why it adds more to that whole advertising that it's three filmmakers that disappeared. Yeah, I could see how that would that would make the difference for sure. All right. So movie observations. And um, let me just take a quick look at my notes. The one thing that stuck out for me was the the old technology used in the movie. Mm -hmm. I I think in a way that kind of also dated it a little bit. Yeah. But at the same time, it was kind of cool. It definitely did. I mean, obviously nowadays, and as we've seen with new found footage, people use the cell phones, they use Zoom, Skype, computers. So, but that adds to the graininess and yes. the again that mystery, creepy look yeah i agree but it is dated yeah, for sure for sure there's a there's a scene I, I don't even know what scene it was at at this moment that you hear them talking and you see some shape of one of the actors but i mean the filming is like th the screen is black yeah so we watched the trailer for the movie before we started the podcast yeah yikes yikes i actually do remember seeing that on tv I do too, and what struck me watching the trailer now, and actually I was really more listening, mm -hmm. was the sound. Yeah, and that sound, that music, I guess you can call it music, yeah. is at the end. It is. It's, it's. I don't even under know how to explain what it is. It sounds hollow, but tunnel-y and eerie, and then you- Industrial. Yeah, it, it's just creepy as shit. I think what this shows is how important sound is in a horror movie. Yes. It, it plays on your on your senses, and sometimes you don't even realize that it's the sound, and not just a movie, that's putting you on edge. And some horror movies have memorable sounds. Like, I don't think I'm ever going to forget that sound at the end of the movie after Heather gets knocked out, dies, whatever. And that's in the trailer, if you have a chance to go listen to it. Now I associate it with Blair Witch. Just like, let's say, The Shining has that opening credits music mm -hmm. and the music throughout the, the movie. Yeah. You you know it's The Shining right. kind of thing. So yeah. sound, I agree it's important. Yeah. Sound, music, um, The Exorcist. Who can listen to Tubular Bells and not think of The Exorcist? Or Halloween. Or Halloween. Jaws. Exactly. So it is, it's part of the whole thing. You need to have that and pay attention to it, folks, because when you listen to it after, you really associate scenes with music. All right, so let's, let's talk a little bit about some of these characters. It's Mike, Heather, and Josh. And Mike is the one character who, to me, is the most realistic in, in his thinking or at least he's with it because he is scared and mm -hmm. and he's kind of scared almost from the get-go yeah i i noticed that he panics the quickest mm -hmm. 
and he has the most sense because I think he realized early on that Heather is lost. Yeah. Or just doesn't seem to know what she's doing because I got that vibe from her that she doesn't know what the hell she's doing. But here's the thing, though. At the beginning of the movie and through the movie, Mm -hmm. she makes reference to having the map, the guide to backcountry hiking. She also refers to... And a compass. uh, And a compass. Mm -hmm. And she also refers at one point to loving hiking Mm -hmm. and that that was the one thing she looks forward to the most. So she knew what she was doing. But when they were out there in the woods, mm-hmm. something went definitely south. And I'm I, I'm 100% certain that it was the influence of whatever was in those woods. I think so, too. Yeah. Okay, so Heather. Heather. Heather is bossy to me. She came across as a bully, especially towards Mike. She's mean to Josh. She's selfish. Mm-hmm. But is this her or is it the the woods? witch the woods is that what's doing it because they started arguing i'm gonna say pretty much a quarter of the way into the film yeah they started arguing because you see all that pre pre getting ready for the hike and all that stuff that they seem to have a good relationship but right. it it deteriorated very quickly and it brought out the worst in i think heather Agreed. This is where I think the woods are definitely influencing them three. Mm-hmm. Another fun fact, another movie fact, oh. um, while I was reading through IMDb, is that she was apparently having a lot of arguments with Josh in real life. Oh, yeah. okay. Not, you know, how she was constantly arguing with Mike Moore in mm-hmm. the movie, but in real life, um, she was arguing with Josh oh. a lot. So, hmm, that's maybe they influence them in real life too. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> and then obviously um at some point they lose the map and that's when all the tension with the characters really escalated, which was technically Mike's fault. Right. Even though I mean, he had a point, the the map was useless, but that was a pretty bad decision. Yeah, and just a <laughs> That wasn't nice. Like, they were already in, you know, in big trouble, and he just kind of escalated. Yeah, he did. The situation. A scene I want to talk about, because I feel like this is when... I'm not going to say things get really scary, but it kind of like it's a turning point, was the... I'm calling them voodoo sticks. Mm -hmm. But those little stick figure sticks that are hanging in the woods when they come out the next morning... I've always found that scene really cool. I think the black and white um, camera in this setting makes it cooler. Yeah, I have to agree with you on that. I think what that scene has is like, surprise, look what went on while you guys were sleeping. That's what that's what scares me. It's unnerving. Who put this up while you were sleeping? How did you not hear it? How did you get that high? How did you make this so big? Right. Who did it? Right. What did it? <laughs> what did it? Yeah. More like a what. So exactly. that scene, a little unsettling for me. So I was reading online because you, so something else that I like to do every time we watch a horror movie, a, a big one, mostly, um, I love to look it up mm-hmm. just to see what other people say online, like on Reddit or just anything I've stumbled reviews, upon. Reviews, whatever. Reviews. So I looked this up just to see 
you know, different point of views about the ending. Mm -hmm. And I thought this was interesting. Some people think that they're in a time loop. Like, once they hit the woods, they went back in time to when the time of the children, Mm -hmm. which is why the children are there. Right. The other theory of the end, like, when they're in the house, is that Josh is possessed by the witch. So when he attacks, it's really him. Or I'm sorry, when they get attacked, it's Josh, but as the witch. And then clearly the other is that the witch is there. We just don't see her. I I actually think that at different points throughout the movie itself, they are becoming possessed or are possessed by the Blair Witch. And it's her spirit and not a physical form that is there. And maybe going back to what we just discussed a little bit, maybe it is better that you not see her. Right. Because it is, in a sense, something that you can't see, but it's there. Yeah. And it's taking a hold of them individually throughout the movie in different scenes. Like, was Mike losing or throwing the map away? That, I think, was her. Her influence. And that was to begin that infighting between them and start They're not trusting each other. Agree. I, I, my... take on it from the theories and just my own opinion from watching it is that they are getting possessed by her or the woods or all of it Mm -hmm. that's what i think yeah and for sure that was not josh calling out for real it was i mean it is him his voice but it's definitely her Her. doing it yeah another fun fact she is in control control. another fun fact they um this must have been creepy in person to do they recorded josh saying those things uh-huh. and then they put it on speaker like oh. out in the woods that must have sounded so creepy oh my god that must have echoed really yeah like, ugh. like really w- oh that ugh. gave that gave me chills now yeah just thought you would like that yeah, i know I like we that. have i know we have a section for movie facts but i like to interject them here and there too. <laughs> that was a good one i like that one that was good another scene that really gets to me is when heather finds that little cloth bag oh, or yeah. whatever we want to call it mm-hmm. and it has the bloody teeth the shirt that Josh was wearing, and the hair. Yeah. The hair is a little mysterious because I don't think it looks like his hair. I mean, it's hard to tell because, again, since the filming is very grainy, I don't know if it's really his hair. Is it some more voodoo or witchcraft, Mm -hmm. actually, because he is a witch. Right. Um, I always found that scene, mostly when I was a kid, I really found that scary. Yeah. Like, ugh, what is that? Actually, when I was a kid, I honestly didn't know what the hell that was. I thought it was brain. (laughs) Oh. When I was a kid, it was actually this time that I noticed it was teeth. Oh. Well, for me, in that particular part where they're showing it, you know how, you know how I, um, have this, I'm grossed out by wet hair. Yeah. So. Which I found out recently, by the way. Yeah. Like, wet hair just grosses the hell out of me. It's like. Oh, I, I can't even look at it in the bathtub. It grosses me out. So, yes, the, the tooth is, is gross, but then adding the hair just like, for me, it just, it. Wow. Yeah. It's a legit. <laughs> yeah. Ugh, okay. So, yeah, I, I found that freaky too, her mm-hmm. finding that her reaction was really good and now realizing it's teeth. Yeah. It's amazing. Plus the internet cleared it up that it was teeth. Yeah. But I thought it was brain. But don't you wonder, brain, oh my God. The child's imagination. (laughs) Child, yeah. (laughs) Don't you wonder whose tooth that was? Was I think it was Josh. Josh? 
It had yeah. to be, right? Okay. Yeah. I was think... that a stupid question? It probably was. No. But yeah. I think it, it's obviously his shirt. Yeah. Because it's his tied tooth. with his shirt. Yeah. The teeth are his. It's the hair that's, I mean, it, it probably is his. It was just wet or because it looked darker. But again, I can't really Well, tell. it would be dark because the tooth was bloody. True. So the, True. then the, the, the hair would get darker. True. Oh, ew, just the hair. Ew. But now when they find that, I think they realize, oh my God, there is something out there. Something's up because it got Josh. Mm-hmm. So now their life is in danger. So are they Physical being, danger. Right. They're being hunted mm-hmm. in a way. I guess so. That's freaky. It is. They're it's being like a, hunted and guided towards something. It's like a witch hunt, but not. Right. The opposite. The opposite of, the of witch, a witch hunt. Yeah. The witch the, is the hunting. Witch, the witch is hunting. So now we're going to get into what our favorite best scene is of the movie. We talked about it earlier about the tent and mm-hmm. the kids surrounding it. Yeah. I really like that scene. One, I never realized the kids either. So I guess with all this high def TV, high def sound... We just hear it clear because even I watched this movie two years ago with my husband and I do not remember hearing like the giggling. Yeah, I don't so, remember that either. I guess this time I just heard it. And when they attacked the tent, it was a good jump scare. Mm. Like it was a good we even went, oh, like we jumped. But I think maybe it's cliche, but the ultimate scene for me is the end mm. because you don't know what's going on. It's chaotic. It's loud. The again that anxiety because you're behind the camera, and you don't know what's gonna pop out around the corner. Yeah, and the black and white helped. Mm-hmm. Those handprints on the walls and Josh screaming and just my hair raises every time when she gets down there and Mike is up against the corner because you know that's it based yeah. on the legend from earlier in the movie. Right. So I, I don't know that. The sound, so you're, you're tied great. between those two scenes. Those are your best scenes. But ultimately, the ending, I think, wins because mm. it gives me that good, unnerving scare. It's not a, a jump scare or a scream or this, but it's just because you don't know. You can't yeah. see. And even though we, ha- I've seen the movie a few times, so I kind of know what's going to happen. I still get chills and like, oh, my God, what's around the corner? Right. What about you? Um, For me, the best scene, best part of the movie, honestly, it's the end. It's. The whole running, them running through the house, mm-hmm. the camera angles, the freaky little handprints all over the place, which to me look like children's hand handprints, mm-hmm. um, the jitteriness of the filming mm-hmm. where you don't know what's going on. You don't even know at one point who, at one point I was confused as to who the hell was holding the camera because I just was like, what is going on? And I still felt that way even after having seen it before. You know, you know that shit's going to go down and that what's coming next is not good. It, it put my nerves on edge. And of course, you added <laughs> to that. Uh, thank you very As much. Usual. <laughs> and when and, and when Heather finally makes it down to the basement and Mike's in that corner, it, it weirds me out every single time. Mm-hmm. And then Heather is out. Somebody smacks her, punch, whatever. The Kills camera her. drops. Mm-hmm. And you know it's done for them. That's mm-hmm. it. They are a goner. Yeah. And it's it, it's the mystery of it. Because yeah. we don't know if it was Josh possessed by this witch. We don't know if it is the witch. We don't know if it's somebody else. Right. And if it's it scary. is a time loop, what if it's from back in that time? Right. The it, mystery. Yeah. I kind of like the 
not happy ending because you know how we feel about happy ending in horror movies. Yes, as a side note, yes, we for a horror movie we prefer a non happy ending. Yeah, because I honestly think that's how a real horror situation would end. Yeah, realistically, so, there are no happy endings in horror. Yeah, for me, I mean, for me either. It's nice to have a uh, everybody lives here and there, but most of the time, I think it's logical for mm-hmm. it to end. Like in this situation. Badly. Yeah, and this ended very badly. For all three. Yep. And we're going to take a quick break now, but here's a few words from our sponsor, Anchor. All right, so best character. I honestly, I had a hard time liking any of them, even before they got into the woods that's funny. I ch- I said the same thing. I, I just, but if I, I guess if I was forced to pick mm-hmm. one of them, it was Mike because he was the one who had the most common sense and he knew something was off kilter. He was honest and he was scared shitless. Whereas Heather was trying to be the hero, the know-it-all, and it was annoying. And Josh was just kind of a side note to me. Yeah. Maybe I'm wrong, but he didn't play a big part for me. Right. In the in the movie. I'm not saying he wasn't, but it just he didn't make an impact on me at all. Yeah. So, if I had to pick Mike would be it, but honestly, I don't like any of them. I don't choose anyone. If anything, I choose the Blair Witch. <laughs> <laughs> but I choose no one either. Yeah. Now the next question, does it hold up? It's a yes and no for me. It is, in my mind, a classic found footage, like The Exorcist is a classic horror movie of, you know, the greatest of all time. This is the classic of found footage. It's the first one, at least in my mind and in my viewing <laughs> of, of this genre. So it gives you moments of anxiety, which work for me. So that part does hold up. The technology is dated. So that's where it doesn't, where... Even The Exorcist is old, but I still think the effects hold up pretty well. Um, and this month, this movie, even though we're happy with it, it does leave you wanting a little bit more. Yeah. Just a little bit more, which is where I think found footage has perfected itself over time with modern movies. Yeah, I, I'm there with you on that as to whether it holds up. The, the tech for me is dated when I look at my notes. I, I think I wrote that a couple of times. Um, and I think it also dates the movie, too. Yeah. To, you know? But, but in my mind, it is the catalyst for what has become a subcategory in the horror genre, which is found footage. I still think it's an, an unnerving. That hasn't changed about the movie. So in that sense, it does still hold up. And it is still rewatchable. So that, too, holds up. Yes. It's funny how we both have the same thoughts about how it holds up or doesn't. And we don't always agree, but in this case, we we do. do. Okay, so back in episode one, we discussed our seven rules of that you need to follow if you were in a horror movie. Yep. Right? Yep. So let's go over them real quick, and then we'll talk about the rules that were broken in Blair Witch. And this is why they ended up dead. Rule number one, don't say hello or who's there. Rule number two, turn on the lights. 
Rule number three, don't split up. Rule number four, don't go upstairs. Don't go in the basement. Don't go in the attic. Rule number five, why are you going in there? Meaning, why are you going into that abandoned house? Rule number six, make sure the bad guy is dead. Rule number seven, don't play with the Ouija board. All right, so now that we discussed the rules and what they are, from my point of view, this is how the rules were broken. There's three of them to my account. Do you agree with that? I concur. Okay, you concur. I concur. Rule number five, why are you going in there, was broken. How? They went into the woods. Why are you going into the woods? And then, to top it off, they go into that abandoned house. Oh my god. Super broken. It's a double header. What the hell? I know. Absolutely. What the hell? Jeez. So they broke rule number four, which is don't go upstairs. Don't go in the basement or the attic. And where did they go? The basement. And guess what? They're dead. All of them. They would have survived if they would have listened to our rules. Exactly. People need to carry this in their wallets. That's not a bad idea. I know, right? The last rule they broke is rule number one. Don't say hello or who's out there. And what does Heather do when she hears noise? Hello? Hello? What do you want? The witch to be like, hey. I know. Like, do they ever, do they really expect an answer? It's not going to be anyone friendly. Like, come on. I mean, what are they? Oh, hey, I'm here to possess you, make you crazy. I don't know. Whatever. So stupid. Idiots. Those were the three rules that were broken in the Blair Witch. And that is why they're all dead. Okay, so next up is the Scream Award. And this is your award. Because this is what you do in every single movie. This is true. So basically, we're judging the movie by how many times the movie makes me scream. Yes. How many times Erica screams. (laughs) (laughs) And then, therefore, I scream because I am now hopped up on anxiety. It's a one through five scale, meaning five. It's over five screams at this point or just a very jump scare filled movie Mm -hmm. or one which is meh. So I gave Blair Witch a one because it only made me jump during the tent scene. But again, like I mentioned in episode one, it doesn't mean the movie isn't scary because it's still, the movie is unnerving, but it had one jump scare where I screamed, screamed, kind of, jumped, and and, eh. Wasn't that impressive this time with you? No, I know. I know. You didn't have me anxiety climbing the walls type of thing. Like the other found footage? Yeah, no, no. Um, I know that we're supposed to rate it on a one to five, but honestly, for me, it was a zero. Okay, that's fair. I just, I, it is not saying that it's not a scary movie. It's unnerving. It gets under your skin, all that. But there's no moment where I'm like, ah! oh my God, oh my God. Or right. I jump or I I want to look at the movie through my fingers like I usually do when I'm kind of scared. Agree. So, okay. yeah. I was, can see that. Yeah. So that's my rating and I'm sticking to it. Thank you so much, folks, for joining us for the second episode, Horror Cafe. Yes, thank you so much for joining us on episode two. Please don't forget to subscribe, follow, leave us a review. We're here every other Wednesday with a new episode of Horror Cafe. Join us next time with your favorite cup of coffee. If you want a few extra laughs, stay tuned for some bloopers.
If you want to have a few laughs, stay tuned. Blah! Because I don't know what I'm fucking saying. <laughs> okay. Stick around for a few laughs after the end of the music. No, is it? Is it after the music? I don't know. That and it's found. <laughs> <laughs> so now we're gonna move on to some. We're gonna move on. Move on downtown. All right. I think what's important to say is, fuck it. Okay. You all right over there? <laughs> yeah. What did I say? Hannibal Holocaust? Hannibal <laughs> Holocaust? I guess I got to edit that out, huh? I think so. <laughs> that's why it's like, wait a minute. It took me, that's why I went like, wait, stop, because I'm not sure. <laughs> that's what I heard. If you said that or if I added it in I'm gonna my brain. I'm going to take it out. I'll take it out. Okay.